Stanley Beckett is my guest. As always, we have these conversations. And we try to go beyond the structures of society to find the strength that lives within uh, in the conversations that I have with Stanley. And he joins me now. Stan, good evening to you and thank you very much for joining us this mo- this evening. Hi, Aubrey. Welcome. Oh, welcome. I'm welcoming myself here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Are you well? Yeah, good. Thank Excellent you. stuff. Listen, uh, I've been receiving SMSs, tweets, calls from people that were at the seminar on Saturday. I was there. What what a time, hey? Mm. What a time. And, um, and uh, you know, I, I had to stop calls that were coming in on Sunday of people. I said, listen, call us on, on Wednesday because that's all they wanted to talk about. And I said, listen, I've got other things to talk about. But we'll uh, open up uh, calls for those that were at the seminar, the Mr. X seminar, um, to give us a call and let us know what your experience was. But what are you here to do today? Well, I'm going to start off by, um, because it's on my heart as well, and I, I think I think the time has come, as you said, Aubrey, it's time to start having these conversations for real and not just talking about it, but doing something about it. And, yep. and I, I like the idea. I just want to, I just want to say usually, uh, in a business, you you get emotion, and then you, you you get a first person that accepts it, and the second person. I'll be your second there on the fact that I think it's time for us as men yep. to get together and to 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 have a real hard talk. I think there's some very outdated thinking. Yep. I think there's some very outdated beliefs that really need to be looked at, and that's really what Mr. X's seminar was about on on Saturday. It yep. was about understanding how many of our thinking is so outdated and how much of our thinking just doesn't fit into modern society and it's time for us to to first bring a spotlight onto that and to change it and I really think that, that that's something we can do. So, do you think we could uh, talk about a mixed Mr. X seminar for men? Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted you to, to know that um, should you decide to put something like that together, I'm I'm with you on that. Well, I don't know how to put these things together. I'll I'll, I'll be with you on that. Should you decide <laughs> to announce that we're putting something like that together, I'll 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 I'll. I'll Can we think about it as we I, I, as I we have this? We need yep. to. Yep. You, know, you know, you know what might be nice is is uh, what really drove the Mr. X Aubrey was was you you kind of got feedback from from the public sure. that wanted that. Yep. I think let's let's get a feel from from people if they want to put something like this together. I think. I don't, I don't just think it should be should be a few of us. I think we should get some really prominent, um, respectful, respected men in this country to come together and to really have this conversation. So, so that's something we can at least do. So yeah. I just wanted to say up front, I support you on that. All right. Uh, so you let me know if you think that it is, uh, and, and I'm not trying to inclu- dis- uh, exclude the women in this discussion, uh, but I think that it's a conversation that needs to be had by men. Mm. I think it is a locker room conversation that must happen amongst us as men so that we can excavate some of the outdated thinking that Stanley is speaking about there that makes us continue to not only tolerate but be participants in the continuation of the persecution of our women folk. So uh, I'm looking to get a sense as to which way to go with this uh, because it's just come to me right now, and, and, and perhaps we, we'll continue to have that conversation. But I'm looking forward to your replies as far as that is concerned. Let's talk a little bit about the seminar on Saturday. How was that, dude? That was fantastic. You know, Aubrey, it was, it was the start of something Something we know um, need, is so needed in this country. Is, is It's the start of starting to focus on solutions instead of problems. And just it starts on an individual level. Again, again, we, we spoke about it on, on Saturday with the groups that were there. We spoke about how important it is to realize that change starts first and foremost with yourself. Yeah. 
if we want this country to change, if we want our communities to change, if we want our families to change, even if we want our spouses to change, the change starts with yourself. And I think what Saturday did very well is it got the, the people who were there with us to, to start realizing that, they, that the only place they should be looking is within themselves. And we started getting introduced to this Mr. X. This, this, the, for those maybe who don't know what Mr. X is, Mr. X is that voice in your head that's going to be with you always. And just becoming aware of, of, of how to start changing that voice around and how to start, start um, thinking different thoughts. That, that Because like we said on Saturday, just one thought can absolutely change the direction of your life. So it was a great start. I, I, I just I, I always find whenever I'm talking to an audience, Aubrey, I, I can tell at the end of, of the session um, how engaged the audience was by how much they sap your energy when you're talking. And both sessions were just absolutely phenomenal with the way that people were just engaged and loving the content, yeah. which, which I think showed showed me without a doubt that this is so needed in this country and unfortunately too many people in this country are are, are disadvantaged in that they don't have access to that kind of information so just just the fact that you made the 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 the, made it available to us and put the idea in my head and and you know we reached a couple of hundred people that that we otherwise never would have it it was just i'll tell you what 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 always surprises me when we make a call like that and then people come it's 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 crazy mm. um to see i mean we we talk here you and i in the studio we say please come and people come yeah. so 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 maybe it is time to to make those clarion calls for matters such as the conversation the men's conversation that needs to take place i really believe that it's one that it's time now that we need to well uh, you know you, you talk about yeah? the thing and I'm, I'm 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 always listening i don't get too involved with politics but i i listen as i'm driving to 702 all the time and the only solution that seems to be out there at the moment is harsher harsher punishment but isn't prevention better than cure? Absolutely. And, and and what I'm saying is that we shouldn't be we we shouldn't be trying to to solve the problem at the end of the line. We really need to go to the start of the line. And where it starts, I believe, Aubrey, is 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 in our thinking. If we can start changing the way we think and we see women, and some of our thoughts and ideas about women are thousands of years outdated. I just think we we need to start having this conversation. And I'm not saying one session is going to fix things. What I'm saying is it's a start towards fixing things. So instead of talking about harsher punishments, which I do not believe is going to solve any problems, I think we need to start talking as men to each other and we need to start changing some of this thinking. And um, I agree with you 100%. We need to do it behind closed doors. All right. Um, Yeah, we do need to do it behind closed doors. Yeah. I'm not sure why I'm saying that, and I'm not sure why you're saying that, and I'm not sure why those who agree with us, and there's a lot of people already on Twitter that are agreeing with us, saying that this needs to happen pronto. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm already looking at 15 um, tweets that are coming through that yeah. are saying this needs to happen pronto. It needs to happen very, very you know, quickly. You know yeah. why behind closed doors, Aubrey? Yeah. Because what I mean by behind closed, closed doors is that what what we say in the room stays in the room. Yeah. So in other words, we get together, we talk about this properly. We don't allow emotion to overtake us. We say things. I think sometimes it's the time has come in life for us to, to call a spade a spade. We need to talk straight to each other and we need to, and, and the, the reason you're getting those twits is because we, we're obviously not the only ones that think this. I think there's the, the, the majority of people feel helpless when they hear these things happening. This is at least something you can do. Even if, even if you coming to something like this as a man is just to change one or two of your own outdated thinking, that might be what eventually leads to a bigger solution. But behind 
behind closed doors, I mean, is that day we whatever we talk about there stays there. And uh, I know the ladies will always want to know what we spoke about it, but we'll speak behind that and we'll, we'll I think it, it'll be a, a time period where we can just say what is and say it like it should be said and take it from there. And that's, that's what I mean behind closed doors. I want us. I want us to get onto the com- conversation we're going to have today. Yeah. You've got a guest, and uh, I, I. I also want to hear his thoughts about the the subject because I, th- I don't think that you can, you can divorce yourself mm. at this time as a man to this conversation. But uh, uh, you, talk to me about your guest. Yeah, well, you can't go wrong with another Stanley. So, <laughs> so we we thought one Stanley in the studio wasn't enough. I, I got told, so we we made it two, and and uh, I've got a good friend of mine, Stanley. I've actually been trying for a while to get Stanley to come in here with us, but because of the Mr. X seminar and everything else going on, we haven't really had the opportunity, but tonight was the perfect opportunity. And Stanley is an entrepreneur. He's, he's, he's very much in the space of, of the speaker's field, the writing your own book, the branding yourself as a message. And um, maybe just to set up so that you know what we're going to be speaking about tonight. And then please, uh, I mean, if you want to continue with our previous conversation, that's fine. I thought I'll just set up what we're going to be speaking about is that uh, we spoke on Saturday and, and, and you know, we said there's this, this gap between what we know and we do and it just gets gr- gr- greater. And that's because technology, as wonderful as what it is, it also brings its problems. And one of the problems is information overload. And it really is a fact that, 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 that that's what's keeping people stuck these days. For example, just on the dieting, there's so many people giving so much advice that people don't know where to look and where to turn to. I think this creates an excellent opportunity for people who, who, who and, a, and a new occupation that is, that is sort of booming worldwide, and that is becoming a speaker. South Africa needs some great speakers. We need some great leaders. And if you, especially for those sitting at home that are still in the old model of, and I remember we spoke about our old industrial model of find a job, stay in a job until you're 60 years old and hopefully retire. That has gone a long time ago and it's, it's really time for people to change their thinking about it. I'm not saying everybody can be an entrepreneur, but I'm saying that it might be a solution for you if you're sitting at home and you're saying, what can I do with my life? And, and people, you know, so many people just have a message inside of them that they want to give. So the question is, how do we take this message that's inside of us, this message that we want to give to others, and how do we package it in the, in, in, in the in form of a book and in the form of being able to speak to people as a speaker going around? And and luckily we've got institutions like the one that, that Stanley runs that speaks specifically to this. So as you know, part of the segment, Aubrey, is, is really working with unemployed and yep. giving them ideas. Yep. And every every couple of weeks, I'd like to bring in different fields that'll give people ideas. That is not your traditional field of. Yep. I mean, nobody goes to study to be a speaker. Yeah. It's not offered as a degree, but it, it can be an extremely lucrative and, and a very nice career to have. So I'm very grateful that Stanley agreed to come in tonight and just well, to speak to us a bit about let it. Let me introduce Stanley Maloka. He's an entrepreneur. He's a public speaker on mindset and app development. Uh, many other accolades that you're involved in, Stan. Thank you very much for. Uh, joining us here on Late Night Talk. Thank you very much. Um, good evening to your listeners. Good evening. Thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, what a way to start the show. Yeah. I wish I was here when we just won the Sokao tournament or yeah. the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. Or, unfortunately, it's a very sad week. Yeah. And uh, as a man, you believe we're in we're in crisis? I do think so. Yeah. And uh, I do think it's uh, we're looking for excuses. We we don't even talk about it. We, we rather talk about who won the league. You know, who's the PSL champs. We, we don't even entertain it. Even tomorrow morning, 
it will be like one of those. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's very sad. And um, I, I'm not too sure, but the idea of maybe Mr. X for men, maybe yeah. it's, it's, it's a very good idea. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we should even take it to schools. Yeah. At a very low level, like Stan was saying, I think it's it's prevention is better than kill. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's, it's it's heartbreaking because. I've noted that in as much as we're talking about these things, sometimes it's, uh, especially on social media, people look at who reason better than who rather than what the problem is. Yeah. You know, people look at uh, the way you, how eloquent you are or yeah. how, what is your spelling on what you're saying yeah. rather than trying to put the message across and sorting out the problem. You know, mm-hmm. if we can start there, cosmetic versus you know essence, the real yeah? issue. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I think if we can start there, it, it's it's gonna start somewhere. And if we talk, if we start at a very low level, because sometimes we we're gonna talk about it when we start getting into. I issues. don't even but know, Brasten. I don't even know that we know how to talk about it. I don't think so because yeah. it's a new challenge, yes. basically, and uh, we don't really know. And then it happened like very fast in in a very small space of time yeah we're still not too sure whether there's something behind it it's normal it's it's because we don't have morals or stand what, what saying the, the thinking is yeah the thinking is a big well i've got a, i've got a name for it for you i've got a name for our conference <laughs> he just gave me an idea we'll call it the x-men conference <laughs> 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 there we go. the x-men <laughs> conference we'll talk it's about getting born right here hey, at what half past 11 there o'clock and it's getting conference. born right here okay yeah. you are watching a movement start mm. right now wow this is amazing stuff all right Preston, i don't want to get you uh, caught up in this issue sorry by the name my, my by the way my guest is stanley maloka he's an entrepreneur public speaker and mindset app uh, and app developer and uh, we're going to be talking about how do you find success where you are all right we need to we need to take this break when we come back we'll start our conversation uh please give us a call 11 uh, or an SMS 31702 on uh, Twitter at 702 Aubrey. 702. 702. Call us on 011 Stanley Becker has brought another Stanley into the studio. Stanley Maloka is our guest, entre- entrepreneur, public speaker, and mindset and app developer. But Stan, tell me what mm. you're going to talk to me about this evening. Look, in, in my experience, uh, I've seen a lot of things. I've seen, uh, in fact, lately it's, it's, it's becoming big. If you, before I, I, I'm just giving a background here. If you look at, I read somewhere that uh, Metro JMPD, they advertised posts recently. I think it was 1,500 positions. 65,000 people applied. 65,000 people applied. What does that say to us? And uh, on that 65,000, are you telling me everybody there's got the metric only? Chances are more than half of them are even having degrees. So the question is... I, I know a few people that have degrees that applied for their job. So spot on. You know, so, so when I think about these things and I thought, how can you best use your situation, your resources, even though we know people like to say, we, I don't have resources. But uh, we're going to talk about that. That why, what do, where do you stay? What is it that is there? What can you do? And uh, it, it goes 
back to what Stan was saying about mindset shift, that we always look for somebody to come and rescue us. And uh, instead of going to suggest to start that thing that says, I'm so-and-so, this is what I do, this is the skill that I have, can I do it? It's like being resourceful, that's the number one thing. Yeah we should talk about number two because the, those all those things they interlink being resourceful branding that resource that you have the skill that you that you have yeah. remember by then we're talking about you at the zero level yeah you you only having a degree or you you only having a college diploma or whatever and uh, how, how do you how do you best use that situation yeah i'm going to give an example three years ago i was working for a certain department and we had interns and uh, I used to just call them like during breaks or lunches, spare times guys I want to show you something I would prepare a little presentation for them and uh, I remember telling two guys and say where do you stay and they told me no somewhere in Gauteng West around Kahiso and stuff and I said to this guy how many neighbors do you have on your left he said about 10 to 15 on your right about 30 who does their grass? Who does their ironing? Who's painting their houses? He said, I don't know. I said, go and find out. Because once you start doing that, you, you start taking yourself out of that situation. The thing is their contracts... Of being out of control. Yes. The thing is their contracts were coming to an end and we knew for sure that it was not going to be renewed because there had to be a new intake. So I said to them, look, if you go to the neighbors, turn on your right, start saying to the guys, look, I'll come and mow your lawn for free. I'm saying you'll do it four times. The fifth one, they'll start paying you. Once they start paying you, you buy overalls, you brand them at the back and say, Aubrey's lawn services. Sure. You see? You, hey? I'm thinking now, eh? Yeah? And, uh, and you start doing that. Once the houses increase, you, you employ one guy. They say, look, I have more than enough now. Let's add one lawn mower. Let's give you a job. You see, now you start to become a manager in your own little Entrepreneur space. Entrepreneur and manager. You know, in your own little space. Now you're starting to manage. And I gave another example and say, look, Aubrey, I'm sure you grew up from Kasi or from mm. wherever. You know yeah. this thing, how our mamas, they have a society. Yes. In sure. So... You go, you check, Mama, do you have a society? Or are you going to host a society somewhere month end? It happens around month end. Once you do that, you check where is the society going to be hosted at. And then you talk to that Mama there and say, Mama, can I paint your house? When I just buy paint, I'll come and do it for free. Paint it, cut the lawn, do this, paint the gate. Abu Mama, they talk. Babu, Abu Mama. Then they will start saying, Mama, your house is so beautiful. Who painted your house? I promise you, your name will come up. Then your, your phone will start ringing. Well, you, you you talk, you're talking about being resourceful. And, and you, could, yeah. you could wax lyrical about the very many opportunities yeah. that exist out there. Yes. And it is not that people don't know that those yeah. opportunities exist, Brasten. I, I put it to you. I am going to say to you that people do know that these opportunities uh -huh. exist. Two things, in my opinion, are stopping that from happening. One, either be people, young people don't believe that they can do what you've mm -hmm. just suggested. 
or they believe that it is beneath them to do what you've just suggested. And I'm going to qualify what I'm saying. I get lots of SMSs, tweets, um, uh, emails from young people that are saying, uh, we heard on your show somebody got helped, they got money to do this. And that. it happens quite often because people are generous. People understand the, the plight that many people are in at the moment economically and so forth, and people want to help. But there is no shortage of people that need help. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just there's no short, shortage of it. <laughs> and I don't want to go into, and I'm going to use this as an example, and I don't want to go into the political, economical issues that drive the call for free education, especially at tertiary um, level. I don't want to go into that. We can have that conversation another yeah, day. day. Yeah. But many times I speak to students and I say, sure. Sure, absolutely. We need to have free education because that is how our economy is going to... Beautiful. But for now, are you looking for a... When I was at, at, at university, you know, you used to be a waiter here, you used to wash this person's car uh-huh. there, and I'm not seeing that happen, and I'm not mm. seeing youngsters looking for that kind of job uh, to be a waiter, to be this. And many times they'll come back to me and say, no, no, it's because the foreigners have taken the jobs. You know, you know the story. Talk to me about that reality. Either I don't believe I can do this job or I believe it is beneath me. Talk to me about that. And by the way, you can give us a call <laughs> as we talk about resourcefulness, especially uh, where you are. Give us a call. 011-883-0702. I think, Aubrey, the... I'll go with number two. I'm uh, not too sure about the number one point. Number two, like people think they're beneath that and uh, maybe add something else. We, we, uh, we, we fought for this democracy. So, so you can't tell me that I must go and do the servile jobs that my father and my grandfather used to do of going to the yes. bus and saying, Muro bus, ek fraver. Yeah. So, 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 so uh, maybe just to add one other thing, the third one that you, you mentioned, there's, uh, there's pressure, something like peer pressure. I'm here, I am still struggling for a job. My neighbor drives a GTI and uh, you don't see yourself and if you check, you went to the same school. He doesn't have a degree. You have a degree. And you have to go and wash cars and cut. Well, Tepo has just said that to me. <laughs> you your guest is not being realistic. You spend thousands on getting qualified and you, you want people to go and cut grass for a living? Really? And he puts a laughing sort of emoticon there. But, but then, unfortunately, that's the reality we live in. What's Rem- the alternative? Rem- eh? re- remember, remember our unemployment rate, we are at around 26, 27%. And uh, it doesn't matter. You, you can say, you see, there's a friend who used to write something on social media and say, you know, it's very funny how the world works. People will encourage you, will even find you at home, sitting at home, looking for a job for 10 years. But if you start saying, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and start things, Three months down the line, they ask you, where's the money, bro? You said you'll be in the premier. <laughs> you know, where's the X5? Yeah. You know, but but they can sponsor you for 10 years, 15 years. Every day telling them, you know, I posted a CV, I emailed. Mm. I went to transport. transport. But if you ask money for to start a small business, 
people say we're in a business. I mean, what do you know about business? They forget that the things that I'm talking about, cutting grass. Where was uh, Richard Maponya 50 years ago? <laughs> you know, <laughs> he was selling something in trains. You know, he was selling sweets in trains. And uh, can you imagine if he was discouraged there? There wouldn't of, be a lot of, a lot of when I tell you a know? lot of people, when I tell a lot of people that Neke Baisa, Melek, Mogailu, I was, I was, I, I used to sell milk inside the train. That's yeah. why, I, that's why I learned the Bible from the, 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 the sermons that happen in the train, Papa. Yeah, people w- w- won't listen to that kind of thing. But I'm wanting to, for you after the break, to talk to. How do we get to a place where we are, where we understand that that's the reality? I mean, Tepo sends this uh, tweet. He says, Orbs, your guest is not being realistic. You spend thousands on getting qualified and you want people to cut grass for a living, right? And, 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 and that's the real issue that you need to deal with, that mindset. Yes, that's, and that's the problem. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I would like for you to talk to that because, um, yeah, what? You want me to cut grass? <laughs> What? Look, 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 just we'll talk about it when yeah. we come back from All the right. break. Let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the numbers to dial 011-883-0702. And then, of course, you, you can send us uh, your tweets at 702 Aubrey. But I'm also available on SMS 31702. I'm looking forward to, to these calls. There's a message somewhere in one of the great big books. It says, despise not the days of small beginnings. SMS 702 on 31702. Stanley Beckett. Sorry. Remember when we were at the um, seminar and I kept on saying to people, listen, there are certain secrets that only doing will tell you. Um, no, 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 no reading, no contemplation, no, no meditation about that thing will let you know the secrets that come from actually doing something. And I think that's what Stanley Maloka is talking about, to say that there are certain things that you need to learn. Yes. Yeah? By doing something. Yes. And uh, you said, who's the guy who SMS? Tepo. Yeah, it's, te- it's, te- it's Tepo. Uh, and he's a, he's, he's a great guy. He's a friend of the show. And, and I suppose he's, he's, he's yeah. Well, well, he's putting uh, maybe a realistic argument. But Tepo, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. And uh, you can't expect a GTI tomorrow because you went to school. It's that's uh, that's unrealistic. Besides, you'll anyway buy it on credit. But that's that's besides the point. What I, what I'm trying to say is that uh, if you start from humble beginnings, it's not only about making money or making a living. It's about the experiences that will sustain you. It's, 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 it's what you learn out of the whole experience. That is why, statistically, I could be close to them, but out of the whole Gauteng province, only 24 million, no, only 24,000 people are millionaires. And how many million people do we have in Gauteng? It, 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 it could have historical issues, but it, it says something. that Black Diamond on, on Twitter says, being resourceful is good. But when a huge percentage of the community is unemployed, they'd rather buy bread than pay you. And then he quickly says, but entrepreneurship is definitely a way out of unemployment. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Remember, big countries, 
Uh, they thrive on mostly because of entrepreneurship. If we check countries like USA, they have more entrepreneurs than most of the countries. And what does entrepreneur do? He employs people. You see, I think we get it twisted some, sometimes here at home because we expect the government to employ us. But the government is supposed to give a, a situation where employ, um, entrepreneurship will thrive. You know? I want to so, talk to you because I'm sure you'll know this. About the Skinner boom phenomenon. And, uh, and, 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 and those of you who know what I'm talking about, please call in. You know, sitting together there, either under the tree or at the car wash while your beautiful cars are being washed, talking about how much money you're making, or sitting at one of these trendy restaurants at Melrose Arch, talking about the next helicopter that you're going to buy. I think it was Mondoza who wrote the song. He says, Uzo, something else. I want to talk a little bit about that phenomenon because I know it was a quieto singer that was singing, but it has has deep philosophical uh, messages in it. And I think it has its roots in this whole idea that if if I have a degree or some sort of credential, I therefore deserve. I'm entitled. Ah. You know that that's that's where the problem starts. I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing before I get to that. If you check, chances are majority of your SMSs or texts will look at why things won't work rather than how can I make them work. Like people always tell you why things are, are not going to work. But we're trying to get solutions here. If you say this could be the route, somebody already say but. Right. You so. Know. Some people are saying that, uh, but not everybody is going to be an entrepreneur. So we'll de- deal with that. But calls are coming in on 11 We're dealing with a mindset. And uh, we're talking about what do you do when you need to reach up to touch the bottom? Huh? Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, my guest is Stanley Maloka. He's an entrepreneur, public speaker, and mindset and app developer. And we're talking about a particular mindset. Let's speak to Tsepiso in Germiston. Tsepiso, hi. Hello, Tsepiso. Mm. Yeah, go ahead, Tsepiso. Mm. Actually, uh, in South Africa, actually, we have a serious problem, you know. Especially if you can, uh, like, you, you start small and then uh, you think bigger in yeah. terms of business or in terms of or to become a, a business owner. Uh, to what I've realized in South Africa, actually, like, we have a... You know, sometimes if you want to open the, this company, like a proper development... There is a certain uh, board, the regulation. For example, uh, in terms of property, we have the uh, estate agents affairs board. Mm. But when it comes to security company, we have uh, Syria. Those part of regulation are those uh, uh, things that uh, block black, uh, what you call a uh, 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 block black people to become entrepreneur. Because if you if if you make it like according to me, according to my research, I find out the most of white people are not registered uh, uh, via the board, the regulation, the regulator. But when you compare black people, they are are being oppressed by other uh, officials to say you must have this certificate. You cannot register under DTI to have a CK or whatever. But when you compare, when you look at white people, they are not registered. For example, if you can check those companies called RBA homes, they were not registered. They were operating 20 years, but mm. they were not registered under the estate agents at first board. They were registered under, uh, uh, what you call, under uh, 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 
what you call uh, start of South Africa, and uh, the, whereby the old Mushua lose the money. But I don't understand why they, they operate 20 years. They were not registered, but when it comes to uh, as individual, maybe you are black, you want to start uh, something small. They oppress you, they chase you, and then they close it. They, they just they don't want to. Oh, all right. All right. Sepizo, yeah. thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. And uh, just stay listening. Brastan will, um, I suppose, uh, uh, deal with what you're raising. Thanks very much for your call. Sepizo eh? in Germiston. Jason, hi. Yeah, hi. Hi. Yeah, hi, go Gary. for it, Jason. Yeah, hi. I'm I'm calling all the way from London, listening. To oh, you. from London. All right, because I couldn't see where you were calling us from. But but welcome to the show, Jason Goford. What's on your mind? No, thank you. I've, I've been listening to you, and, and some really good points. I mean, I think uh, the main the main thing that I listen to is getting a degree equals I get a good job. There's a few things that I think about. I mean, I've got a few degrees myself, and that certainly didn't get me a good job. Uh, I think about what you were saying about, well, I get a degree and then I, I'm, I'm cutting grass. Well, the other thing that gets, gets me is like, well, in the world, that all these jobs need to be done by somebody. Yep. I think the, the education system is flawed in that it teaches us a very archaic um, education scheme, if you like, from the 1950s mm. that we are, you know, we're, we're cutty-cutted into... Uh, learning math, learning English in a certain way, which is nothing to do with, and you were saying it earlier, being an entrepreneur. But if you go back three or four hundred years, everybody was an entrepreneur. Mm. You know, I had, I had a, a freehold and I was, you know, I was growing, growing some corn and I had some cattle and I was selling my milk and I was selling my meat. But they didn't know they were entrepreneurs. They were just living. Yep. You know? And I think society is a bit skewed or, or, or actually, it's been programming, programming us to be a bit skewed in our, in sure. our view of what is success, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason, thanks very much for your, uh, for your contribution. You're listening to us all the way from London, huh? Yeah, I've been doing that for the last uh, probably 10 years. I, I, I'm oh. coming back in June. I, I arrived back in Joburg on 20, 29th of June. Excellent. Um, looking forward to that. Jason, thanks very much for your contribution. Thank you, man. Right. Show. Much appreciated, Jason, uh, talking to us from London. Uh, and uh, somebody, uh, I mean, Khao uh, uh, McKay, who lives in Ireland, I believe, says, where I live, trade jobs are not looked down upon. Plumbers make more money than those who think they are, they are educated in offices. Um, I suppose she's talking about, you know, the mindset in Ireland. Um, Lechai Sanis says lots of unemployed people when I tell them, Aubrey, lots of unemployed people, when I tell them my security company hires every week, they roll their eyes. By the way, I hold a diploma in traffic science going for my B-Tech. Then Grant says, uh, Aubrey, having qualified as a journalist, why will I want to be an entrepreneur? I'm not business-minded, business-minded, um, says Grant. How do you respond to these things, including some of the calls? Um, uh, Look, Aubrey. Uh, and by the way, we, 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 I'm going to stop you because we, we need to take a break. Okay. All right. We'll, 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 we'll take the break. But can I ask you to stay with me for just a few minutes after the news? Because lots of calls still coming through that want to engage with this issue of the mindset. Um, can I say mindset? But hey. That's just me. I want to hear what Brastan has to say about this. O double one eight eight three O seven O two. When I come back, I'm going to take the news, but we'll continue with this conversation. SMS seven O two on three one.
702. Simpiwe says, uh, our youth are failing to spot an economic opportunity in front of them because of fear, doubt, and an essence of entitlement. Uh, Tandi Mapanda says, humble beginnings, we have to start somewhere. Uh, we're talking about this mindset as to uh, where do the opportunities for uh, economic advancement lie. And it appears to me that they may lie precisely where you you don't want to look at. And uh, I'm, sto- I'm talking to uh, Stanley Maloka. He's an entrepreneur, public speaker and mindset and app developer. It's midnight time for Eyewitness News. Know your rights. Use them responsibly. Lead SA. Online. Smartphone. DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. All right, it's six minutes after midnight and uh, we continue with the conversation. My guest is uh, Stanley Maloka and he's an entrepreneur, public speaker uh, on mindset and app development. And uh, we're talking about a specific mindset. And perhaps I could call it the mindset of entitlement as a result of having a particular, I'm not going to call it a qualification, but as as a result of having a particular credential. Um because we could have that debate and we've had many times about what does a qualification mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, because are you qualified after you've received the, the certificate? I don't know. But the issue here is you are raising the issue of becoming resourceful where you are. Talk to us about that, Stan, and I'll read you some of the tweets that have come through. But uh, yeah, a lot of people saying, no, 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 no. I deserve a very nice job. I've got a degree. But where? <laughs> you, yes, you do deserve it, but where? Yeah. Clearly, it's it's there's there's no space. There's, we we more than the positions that are available, and we can't replace the guys that are already in those jobs. Yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately, we we will have to relook at alternatives. And uh, one of the things that I've noted as and when I'm studying things, it's uh, it's fear, fear of being mocked. That you like I spoke about. Grass cutting earlier. Yeah, fear of being mocked. That you 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 went to school basically to open a car wash. You you went to get a degree to open a car wash, but you find that the car wash makes fifty rand per car. If you watch seventy cars in a day on a weekend on a Saturday, you watch another seventy cars on a Sunday. Maybe during the week you have a a contract with a school. With the you know schools nearby, high school, primary yeah. schools, you say Watch teachers, teachers, yes, cars, teachers, yeah. you have uh, twenty schools on a daily basis in your yard. How about we get into a contract? I come and wash your cars as teachers. Mm-hmm. You pay me month end. Then you know that you have a contract every month that will bring you ten grants from washing cars, rather than staying at home and waiting for that Silicone. job that that you say you deserve. But yeah. chances are you'll wait for ten years. But every time we come here and speak about these things, you say you deserve a good job. Every and, and, t- you know. and nobody's saying that you don't deserve it. Nobody says you don't. We're just you saying know. that it doesn't exist at the you, moment. You know, so it's not there. What do you do? You know, so the other thing could be parents. I don't want to mock parents or anything, but they expect somebody like when the visitors come in at home, and then they will introduce you and say. Good My doctor. son, he's a doctor, so he's nice. an IT specialist, yeah. baby. Uh, the business card when they leave, <laughs> you know. Oh, double one eight eight three oh seven oh two. Brastan Maloka, big waxing lyrical. 
Uh, listen, I, I really would like to take your calls, and I see them coming through. But talk to me very quickly about the idea of, again, I'm going, I'm going to go, come back and say, there is no shortage of opportunities for those that are willing to take them. Right? There's no shortage. They're there. But that's entrepreneurship. Yeah. To identify those opportunities. What about those people that don't want to be entrepreneurs? You, you look, it's true that not everybody would be an entrepreneur, but those that can be, they should take that, that opportunity because they will ultimately employ those that don't want to be. You know? What was that book by Robert Kiyosaki you were talking about just now, um, Stan Lee Beckett? Uh, I think it was called Why A Students End Up Working for C Students. Yes, and in that book, just to add on what, what you're saying, he says the A students, it's because of our education system. And remember, he's saying this from America, and we, we're having the same problem here. Yeah. He's saying the problem about A students is they never failed in life. From grade one to doctorate, PhD, never failed in even a single class. F f failed in, in, in the academic institutionalized yeah, game, yeah, right? Yes. Yeah, never right? failed, not even once. Yeah. So they started from crash, from grade zero to PhD, to degree, to, so they never failed. So they don't understand failure. That is why those are the people who say, I can't be an entrepreneur. Why? Because they can't take failure. They've never failed in their and, lives. And, and in entrepreneurship, failure is just part of the whole thing. It's part of the deal. It's part of the deal, yeah. yeah. You know? And uh, the advantage about failure is that it teaches you to do the right things next time. And uh, Kiyosaki says it goes back to our education system. You are punished for failing. Which is wrong, because if you check all the entrepreneurs, the multimillionaires, the reason why they are there is because they failed before, so they corrected themselves. I heard you, some, you know? somewhere, that somebody saying to me, and I don't know how true this is, but I heard that there are certain organizations, companies, uh, that will not do business with a company that has never failed and rose again. Uh, in other words, they will not do business with companies uh, and I don't know how, how true that is, and I've never really gone into it. But, but what, what that is highlighting for me is that there is a mindset out there that values the lessons from those who have failed. In other words, not from failures, but from those who have failed. And I think that there's a very serious distinction there, that there's a difference between somebody who has failed and a failure. And, and, and maybe, maybe let me try and explain what I'm trying to say when I, when I say that there's a difference between somebody who has failed and a failure. The, somebody who has failed is somebody who has failed and rises up again. Yes, right? yes, true. The failure is the guy that stays down. Yeah, never. But whatever the circumstances you know. are, it yes. doesn't matter whether they've got 20, 50 degrees and, and whatever the case may be, but if they don't believe that they have the opportunity to learn from having not succeeded, let's call it that, uh, yes. then they are a failure. Huh? They, they are a failure. I think I read the same thing about Warren Buffett. Yeah. You know, he's regarded as one of the best investors in the world. Apparently, he also does not fund somebody who has never failed before. Yeah. Because he knows his money is not safe. But if you have failed, got up, failed again, got up, he knows that you know your story. You, you understand failure. You understand the power of coming back. It's not, it's not more about failure. It's about the power of coming back. So Kiyosaki talking about the A students, they don't understand the power of coming back because they've never been in a situation where they have to come back. You know, the, it's, the, 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 the comeback is always more powerful yeah, than it's the critical. setback. Huh? Yeah? You, you know, it's critical. Yeah. 
You know, so it's, it's, it's the people who say, I deserve this because I have studied for a very long time. Believe you me, people who are entrepreneurs, they study every second. It's 13 minutes past 12. I'm here talking to you. I'm not home. People who say they deserve stuff, they are home. Sleeping. Sleeping. Tomorrow they expect to get a job. Sleeping nice, eh? Yes, it's, it's, it's very cold. <laughs> nice, nice. Then, you know, tomorrow they, ex- they, they, they're expecting breakfast, <laughs> you know? So, so, so you, have to be, you, you have to be out there. You have to, you have to grind, yeah. you know? But it, <laughs> once again, I'm not blaming our education system or... But unfortunately, even in the caller from England, he said it, I think it's James or so. Yeah. He said it that our education system still teaches us after we pass, it's a default that you get a brown envelope with a CV inside. You know, it doesn't teach us, look, if, if you finish school, you can be an engineer, you can be a mechanic directly. Why? Because it's not there in schools. Is there a danger, uh, Brastan, that we could be understood by somebody that's listening to us right now to be saying that don't go to school, don't go to university? Well, or is that what you're saying? I'm not, I'm not saying that. There's, there's a very... Remember the, the, the mindset for now. We want to change that. It's like I go to school so that I can get a job. We're saying go to school to learn how to do it yourself. So that if you are in business, you can be able to manage the money part. You can make that those those decisions in your business that can take your business to the next level, no matter how big it is, or no matter how small it is. You know, sometimes we despise small beginnings. Like when when I was growing up, uh, I'm I'm not from a very rich background. You know, there would be guys who are wearing branded clothing around you. And uh, we would we used Cocketing to se- we used to separate ourselves from them because we believe that we don't belong there, and somehow themselves as well they used to see us not as their class. That's one of the problems, because you always want to fit in, but you're thinking, "Ish, I don't qualify to be." Those guys are dressed like this. They drive these cars. They drink this type of alcohol. You know, I don't fit in there. But those are the same mentalities. I want to read you some SMSs and then I want to take yeah. some calls. By the way, the calls um, on 11188 and I will, I will be coming to the calls. I see they're already here. Um, somebody says, uh, Aubrey and your guest, I'm a 41-year-old single unemployed mother of two. Dad stopped paying maintenance for my 21-year-old son or 21-year-old who has a three-year-old son through date rape. She's working through learnership, though my question to uh, your guest is, where do I find finding or funding for a small business? As a colored woman who wants to be self-sufficient and see, it, uh, and see her own kids, please advise how to go about starting one's own business. No hands out, no handout, just break, start up. Thank you for reading my SMS, says this uh, person. I think it's Eve. Uh, And then somebody says, hi, Aubrey, do you have an email where I can contact you off air? Uh, I really have something that you, I'm sure, would interest you if you could afford me the time. That's from Granville and Germans. Well, my my email is uh, aubreym at 702.co.za, Granville. Interested to hear what you've got to say there. Aubrey, hi, one 
high one who fails has to have one who fails has to have a reason to be driven to continue to be successful uh in particularly when you are self-reliant and there is nobody to bail you out uh and that's from anonymous absolutely yeah Suppose nothing motivates you than than nothing, eh? <laughs> you know, if you don't have the trust fund and the parents with the big bucks and whatever the case be, may be, that might be a big motivating factor. I'm looking forward to your calls. My guest is uh, Brastelli Maloka. He's an entrepreneur, public speaker, and mindset and app developer. And we're talking about a particular mindset set that hinders, that hamstrings, that uh, that 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 stops people from getting certain opportunities that always appear to be less than. My grandfather used to say something really special. I'm going to take the call. Can I tell you quickly what my Yeah, please, is? please. He used to say this in this Ndebele, but essentially it says, the, the saying would go this way, directly yeah. transfer, trans- translated, translated yeah. that opportunity hides itself in overalls. You know. Hey! Somebody once said... Uh, opportunity no luck he was talking about luck yeah because people see you driving this car or they see you with a big house or or, or just working a very good something entrepreneurship a good business yeah and they will say hey damano like you yeah it's lucky so, yeah so 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 this guy was saying luck is where preparation meets opportunity absolutely he says if opportunity comes if you are not prepared it will still pass you by Hey, opportunity hides itself in overalls. <laughs> Go get to do some work, man. Let's speak to Michael in Boxburg. Michael, hi. Hello. Hello, Michael. Good evening, Obey. How are yeah, you? I'm very Good well, morning. thank you, Michael. Go ahead, sir. Yes, I just want to um, add something very striking, yeah? You say you're talking about resourceful from where you are. Yeah. Yes. So the thing is, for you to be that way, you got to be very courageous. Number one, yeah. you're going to be very committed and you're going to be very dedicated to what you're doing. Yeah, yes. True. Because it's very important, it's very important to know the commitment of what you're about to do and the dedication of what you're about to do. Yeah. I think South Africans are just sitting, they're not doing anything. That's the thing. Yeah. Because I'm very happy because you say, you're talking about the mindset. Yeah. The Bible says, do not be conformed to this world, but be renewed by the renewal of your mind. You're going to be renewed in your mind. So to take the step I had is the renewal of the mind. The renewal of the mind. Yes, the renewing of the mind. Mm. Not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let me tell you something, Aubrey. In few years to come, people won't go to the university anymore. Believe in me. Mm. I'm telling you. Yeah. People go, they won't go to the university anymore. Because your life is not, is not, uh, let me put it in this way, um, is not qualified by how many degrees that you have, by how many masters you have, or all that you have, but your life is, is qualified, is qualified in what you can do actually. Michael, in. Boxberth, thank you very much for your call. Interesting cool. stuff. Uh, quickly, uh, let me read you this, uh, this uh, tweet from Clive Nax, who says, Technology uh, makes life easier today. This idea of easy is filtering down to my generation, and we are looking for an easy way out, says Clive Nax. Temba in Midrand, hi. Hi, man, how's it? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Temba. 
I just have two short points and I want to raise uh, on the topic. Oh, the sure. first one is I have a small business and when I started up, I think it was two years back, I was yeah. looking for funding. Yeah. So I will go to a company like 702, uh, 702, can I please have funding? I want to start a business. 702 yeah. declined me. Just 702 sometimes gives people money for funding? I mean, for starting <laughs> businesses? No, I'm, I'm just giving examples. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, all right. Sure, right. okay. because I'm, I was up in those offices tomorrow morning, Tim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what happens is now they, I get declined, and the next thing I'm so discouraged that, okay, fine, my business can never be successful. Only to find out that my vision and the vision on paper of 72 is not the same, so they won't give me funding. Yeah. So I thought myself, you know what? Screw this. T- sorry, sorry for the language. Sorry. No, but screw it. Stop- screw it, bro, man. The kids are sleeping. <laughs> I, got out, I got out of comfort zone and told myself, you know what? I'm going to make my business successful, either funding or no funding. I set my business more and now my business is successful. So my the, the, that's my first point that I I I encourage other entrepreneurs never to rely on funding because it, that just doesn't work for other people. It's only I think that only works on luck. Yeah. Well, uh, 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 you you seem to be answering a question that came through from Eve yes. uh, uh, on the SMS mm-hmm. to say do not rely on funding. But how do I start a business without any funding, Temba? My 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 second my second point will answer your point. Yep. My second point is. You'll find uh, people discouraging you that uh, I don't like working for a boss. I don't want to enrich someone. I'm building someone's empire. I tend to say no because I studied for electrical engineering and my business is related to electrical engineering. So when I wake up and go to work in the morning, I put on, I put on an armor, positive armor saying today, whether I'm going to make someone rich or someone, I'm going to create my network via my employer. So when my employer sends me to go meet his clients on site, I'm going to meet other clients there. Yeah. I'm going to create my own network. Yeah. So now it's going to come to a point whereby after five years of being employed, I'm going to start my own company. <laughs> I'm going to be having my own network. Yeah. Why would I need some funding? Because I'll have experience. I'll have being I'll, I'll have to save from my salary that I'm getting, the peanuts that I'm getting from my current employer. I'll start my own business. I think experience and the drive will take me through. So why would I want to wait for fun from APSA? Yeah, yeah. no, no, I, I hear you. T- Temba, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. You know what, uh, Karabo? Uh, sorry, I'm talking to my, to my, to my technical uh, producer here. If you can find a clip of an interview where Vusi Tembaguayo is speaking about entrepreneurship. Uh, and it happened about two, three weeks ago. I've been trying to get Vusi. Can we get Vusi Tembaguayo to come to the show one of these days? Uh, and that thing. But uh, where he speaks about the mindset that one needs to have about entrepreneurship. And I, and I thought that it hasn't been played enough. I think people need to find it. If you can find it, he was on um, uh, the, the, the ETV uh, morning show, uh, morning live and was speaking to Miss Mangope, who is the uh, presenter there. But they were speaking precisely about um, about entrepreneurship. And many of the things that are coming out here are, 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 are the things that he was saying. I'm hoping that we find that so I can play that clip because I think it's very, very powerful. We seem to be having a conversation not about the mechanics of business. 
Our conversation is not about, yeah, I must find seed capital, I must uh, do this, and I must have a strategy, I must write a business uh, a plan, and all of those things. We, we seem to be talking about something completely different. And if I may, can I describe it this way? That we're not talking about the mechanics of business. We're not talking about the mechanics of how to start a business. We're talking about the attitudes and mindsets that will help you when you get to the point where you need to understand the mechanics, right? Mm -hmm. True. Uh, and uh, just going back a little bit to Vosity Mbakwayo. Yeah. He, he's one of the first guys I listened to maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. And uh, he said something very important. He said, uh, okay, he said a lot of things, but I remember him saying, if you want to go somewhere, <coughs> check the people you surround yourself with. If you hang around five to ten guys and you are smarter than them, all of them, yeah. cleverer than them, all of them, oh, they, just a they, they, then, you are, then you are in the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> then you are in the wrong crowd. Yeah. Hang around people who will teach you those little steps yeah. on what to do, how to do it, yeah. how to get the hang of it. Yes. And uh, just to go back to, to Temba a little bit, Temba touched on very important points about uh, hanging around with his employer so that he can, he can also create those networks. It goes, what, go, it goes back to what we call branding by association. That concept is very powerful because if you associate yourself with the brands, other people will take you as the brand as well. You know, and it's easier for them to say, we can do business with you. you we can start doing something with you. And uh, a little bit again on IF and, and TEMBA because it's, it goes back to funding. Uh, sometimes you have to look for certain things. For example, I know I'm not supposed to advertise them, but let's say you want funding from Coke. Don't go to Coke and look for money. Go to Coke and look for Coke. And then sell the coke, you'll get money. You know, we we, we had a young lady yeah. that called in uh, yesterday um, that a listener helped. She was looking for money to help her. She's a single. Uh, she's twenty four years old. She is uh, looking after a sibling. They are orphans. She's gone back to school. She was looking for money, and uh, and I said something pretty much similar to what you're saying that don't sell your bad story mm. your bad story must be included your your, your tough story your well, how should we call it the 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 sad story must mm. be included but it must be there to to advertise the good story that you are yes so because no because nobody's gonna give you money for a bad story yes and 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 Coco Lindy were then phoned and said you need to have a program where you start talking about how do we put together proposals for people who need funding. And what I hear most of the time when people call in here looking for help, and this, they always tell you the hard story. Hard. Sure, it's important. I need mm -hmm. to know because, I mean, if you don't have a hard life, then why should you be helped? But sometimes people push the hard story as the only story. Yes. And nobody wants to listen just to the hard story. They want to mm -hmm. listen to the hard story, but what are you proposing the solution to your hard story is. And I will then help you for that reason. Not because you got a hard story. Everybody's yeah. got a hard story, right? Mm. Yeah? So, yeah. 
so many clips popping up. What? Oh, sorry, sorry. Karab. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, know, I'm, I'm reading so many different things. But go, go ahead, Brister. Uh, uh, you, you know, you, you hit it. You hit it on the head there, because uh, if if you if you go back to the funding story, people make it the life and death situation. Yep. You know that. And sometimes maybe certain institutions as well, they go a, a bit too far in the funding because I went to a few institutions and then uh, I didn't go there for funding. But we were talking entrepreneurship, how can they start while they're busy doing in their internships. internships and, yep. and then I would find something on the wall. And then I asked, what is this? They say, no, man, there was somebody here teaching us how to do business, how to... Every one of them, it has funding. And I always ask them, what if you don't get the funding? It means the whole structure is is flawed or it will collapse or it will never work. Yeah. You know, so I try to to change their minds on that on that funding part. Not that they shouldn't go and look for it, but it it, it, it has to be an alternative yeah. know, to, to to what we can do. And uh, the the story about getting things done in a different way. Remember, that's where we are. Yeah. We, 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 like you said, we're not talking about the technicalities, that the markups, yes. the values, you know, the serious terminology of business. Yeah. We, we're talking about that somebody who says, I have a brown, brown envelope, I've been looking for a job for so many time, for so many months, and what now? Attend seminars. One problem I've seen about people is that, look, Come, there's a seminar. Come, just come sit and listen. It's a free seminar. And then that somebody will ask a friend. And a friend will say, no, I don't do those things. And then he, he will also stay home. But he doesn't know what is the friend relying on. I'm going to ask you, 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 you a, 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 a dangerous question. You better be careful how you answer this question. Okay. Should we put on a seatbelt on, on Rastani? <laughs> I'll run away. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be diplomatic. Yeah. The future of institutional academic education, what do you see? Where is it going? Yeah, it's, uh, hey, hey, I've got lots of students who listen to this program. So, hey, watch yourself. No, let me, let me, it's let me a, just warn this. Watch yourself. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a very tough one, yeah. considering uh, especially yesterday's parliamentary session. Yes. Yesterday, I don't mean today, I mean... The day before yesterday. The day before I came in. Yeah. <laughs> you know. When, when uh, Bladen's Monday yes, was giving his budget yes, speech, you know, speech about higher considering education. Yeah. That. But let me give you a different background about it. You know, I do apps. And I have developed uh, a few apps for a few companies and brands, people as brands. Uh, those apps, you know, it's, it's very good, beautiful apps. I never went to school for that. I taught myself everything. And uh, who's developing apps? I'm, I'm in competition with, with the big boys now in terms of app development. But I never went to college. I never went to... Anyway, university, I don't have a qualification of app development, but I do develop apps. Do you think I should go to school to develop apps? <laughs> you know, so, so sometimes, it, it, how, how Les Brown says you've got to be not, hungry. There might not know? even be schools. There might not even be schools. That develop apps. You know, there might not even be schools that develop apps. And, uh, and uh, once again, 
somebody was saying, how do I get funding on this? How do, do you know how do I work with apps? I go and look for Aubrey. Oh, Aubrey does radio. He does something on 702. I develop an app for Aubrey before Aubrey knows he's got an app. And I come to present it to Aubrey and say, Aubrey, can I have your email address? I want to show you something very important. You give me your email Aubrey address. Aubreym at 702.co.za. Yeah, and then shoot in your inbox, there's a link. Click the link. It installs your app. And you say, wow, it's me. I do 702. I do public speaking. I do events. I work with Stanley Beckett. I do this. And then it, once you start, let's say it's you, it's a brand. Once you start telling your friends, like, look, we have put this material on the app. We have these clips. We have this podcast. We have Vusi Tembe Kwayo there. Suddenly, a million people download your app. Do you think the advertisers, potential advertisers, won't talk to you? They'll yeah. give you a shout and say, look, we, we see beautiful for, things for, on your for app. For paid Twitter. Yeah, Those people yes. haven't approached me yet. But, uh, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> you know? Anyway. So, so, so I was just talk, talking about the background yeah. of the school system. Yeah. And uh, I'm not saying it, it's, it's, it's good or it's bad. But I'm just saying, do something. All right. Stanley Maloka, I, I know you're going to be back here again because we've got to talk about these. These are, these are the important things, I, I, in my opinion. Uh, I think there are enough people out there that can teach us about the mechanics of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, they exist and, um, and, and we need more of them. And I suppose that that is why we, we need academic education and technical education. But I think this kind of education, of mindset change, the why part of any form of education. In other words, uh, many times you go to school, to university, to wherever, to learn the what part. Mm. But very often, seldom, seldom do we have people that are teaching us about the why part of any process of knowledge getting. And I really want to appreciate you coming through here. Brastan uh, Beckett, I also want to thank you very much for coming through uh, and uh, bringing these uh, wonderful people to us uh, that teach us these very, very powerful things. I want to put you in the spot a little bit. Uh, institutional academic education in the next five years, what do you see in your crystal ball? Uh, I, yeah, I, I, what I see... And you I better mean, be careful yourself just, too, bro. Just, yeah. Um, I, I, I just think it, it, it's, a, it's one of those things that slowly it's dying a slow death. And um, because of things like Google and things, that people can learn everything they need to online. And uh, I just don't know if people are willing to pay their exorbitant fees and especially not with that promise of a job at the end of it anymore. So we need to look at alternatives. But I'd like to say one, one thing, you know, and we'll talk maybe about this in a, in a future one. Um, I was told a story once about a guy who wrote a letter to his... Or, to his girlfriend and said, you know, for you, I would, I would cross any ocean and I would climb any mountain and I would, I would walk barefoot over the desert all day long to get to you. And then he ends his letter off by saying, I'll see you on Sunday if it doesn't rain. <laughs> and I thought that is exactly... <laughs> 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 and I thought that's exactly the attitude of people is they want all these things and they make all these promises, but they're not willing to do what it takes to get ahead. And I think we need to have a show on that and maybe we can invite Stan again to come talk about sure. that. Definitely. Because Definitely. the willingness to yeah. succeed is what's missing in a lot of people. Yeah. There's a lot well, of people. Let me, let me quickly read you a, 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 a powerful tweet from Tsehofato Galor. He says, the fear of seeing yourself succeed is a real thing. And I think it's prevalent in young aspiring entrepreneurs. Yeah, I mean it's a scary thing to succeed, and and and, and I think I think 
every level of success brings a whole new level of responsibility. And that can be fear. But that's Mr. X. That's what it is. It's yep. a, that fear is not an inborn fear to succeed. We have an inborn desire to succeed, but Mr. X uh, is against it. So I really think we need to talk about these things more in, in detail because if, you, if you're not aware of what's going on, you can't change it. And, I, and that's what I also honor about this program and people like Stanley coming in. It just keeps building a new level of awareness and, and that awareness at least in, puts you in a more empowered position to change. If you're not aware of it, you can't change. Yeah, true. And about fear, always know that, always. Everything you want is behind fear all. As long as you can crack that fear all, yeah. you'll get through it. I saw it, a talk you know? by, by, um, by Will Smith of... Um, what uh, Mr. X? What's it? What's it? What's that movie called that you? Well, well, X Men. X Men. Yeah, is it X Men? The X. Uh, uh, what? No, Men in Black. Men, Men in Black. Black. Men yes, in Black, sorry, yeah. where Mr. X comes from? Yeah, yes. and uh, he, he so many X's. Yeah, but uh, um, <laughs> where he speaks precisely about that, he, he talks about the fact that your most alive moment is just beyond your fear. Eh? Definitely. And so we, yeah. we perhaps need to have a conversation about fear, what it's there for. We've spoken about it quite, uh, quite at length about how Mr. X puts fear in you because he's trying to help you. He's trying to yeah. keep you safe, right? Yeah. But maybe what you need to do is learn how to speak to Mr. X and make him shut up at a certain point in time. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, uh, speaking to Mr. X, you can't intellectually have a conversation with Mr. X. Absolutely, there's a different way of doing it, and I think that um, we'll 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 address it. There's a awesome clip I, I read uh, I saw not too long ago. Aubrey, it's about forty minutes long, but it it really addresses this issue in such a powerful way. I'm going to send it to you and have a look at it, and maybe one day in one of your shows we can play it and and just let people hear this clip. And I think it'll change the way they think about their willingness and Mr. X as well. Stanley and Stanley, I want to thank you guys. Really really for uh, coming through and uh, just uh, yeah, just having this conversation. I think it's a very important one. I really appreciate you coming through. I appreciate it. And maybe just the last thing, <coughs> just to maybe this, maybe this can mo- motivate somebody out there. Just a quick thing about, about my mom. She struggled getting her degrees and, you know, uh, ultimately I just going to start at the end. Ultimately she got her honors degree at the age of 53. Yeah, and at the age of sixty, she got her driver's license. At the age of sixty-two, she bought herself a car. Wow! So, so it's never too late to start. Never too late to start. And uh, never, never, ever despite despite small beginnings, but it takes action to make a difference. It takes action to make a difference. And uh, if 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 you let me, because. Uh, Maybe maybe people who wants to know more because we yeah, do. Yeah, sure. Because we, people are really asking about how do they get in touch with you. In fact, somebody, uh, I think by the name of Kim, says uh, uh, more power to you. You need to be speaking to people at, at schools. I think it's Kim. She says, uh, Aubrey Stan- and Stanley Maloko uh, must target high schools. It is critical that his ethos should be inculcated into young people. More power to you, says uh, Kim. Brasten. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Uh, we will certainly do that. And uh, at Stan Maloka, it's my Twitter handle, yeah. Stanley Maloka Facebook, and uh, Stan Maloka at gmail.com if, if you want to email, because we're going to have some seminars there. We're going to talk about a lot of Absolutely. things. Absolutely. We're going to talk about things like 
investing in your basic CFDs. You know, I have guys that I arrange. I'm not a specialist in that, but I have guys that I arrange to say, if you want to know how to invest in CFDs. Well, you need to, to speak to Stan know, and maybe br- things, bring them you know? around and, and let's have that conversation. All, all those basic yeah. things. But uh, thank you very much, uh, Aubrey. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see you again very soon. I, I'm sure we will. I'm sure and, we will see you uh, Stan, thank you very much. And... Uh, yeah, and maybe just last, 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 last one. <laughs> if 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 you want to be an expert in what you do using public speaking, start at funerals. You know, become an MC there. Start at kiddies' parties. You know, at the bar mitzvah. You know, start start. Magadi. Ma- you know what I mean? Uh, simple things at a wedding. You Ole know? Yes, when they say uncle, come, yeah, you know, you 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 talk for fifteen minutes. After fifteen <laughs> minutes, you say, I what don't want to make, uh, I don't want to waste more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, number one, eight, eight, but eight, thank three. you very much. Absolutely. Uh, thank you.